Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's finally here. The Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off gifts they'll love. Get an extra 25% off dressed up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off Samsonite and Delsey luggage. With great prices from top designers, Macy's has all the best deals you can't miss this weekend. And don't forget to sign up for a Macy's card or use a coupon to get 15% off beauty products they'll love this season. Visit Macy's.com to find great holiday deals today. Welcome back, everybody, to Underground USA. You can find everything we do over at undergroundusa.com. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. My partner, Andy Limbaugh, is off on special assignment to something super secret that could possibly change the world. So we're going to give him some grace there. I'm going to cover some of the stories that we've been doing over at Underground USA because every story we feature over there has something that is extenuating. When you, when you read the story and you understand the story, the, you can see through just what the media wants to give you to a bigger issue. That's, that's what we like to do over there. Our featured headlines have, we expose a little bit more about why it's important, why this story is important. You get that if you sign up for our newsletter, and you can do that over at undergroundusa.com. One of the stories that came out today that I thought was was very important was the fact that a settlement was reached between the Public Interest Legal Foundation and the state of Pennsylvania to actually purge the dead voters from their voter rolls. These were voters that were considered active in the in the 2020 general election. They were on the rolls as active voters. 20,000 deceased voters existed on their rolls, some as old as five years after being being deceased, 10 years after being deceased. It's ridiculous. The lawsuit was filed last November after the election took place, as I said, by the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Uh, they found over 21,000 dead people there. In the settlement, the Pennsylvania Board of Elections agreed to compare its voter registration database with the Social Security Death Index. And, and when they match up, they agreed to purge the rolls. Um, J. Christian Adams, who's a, a pretty good guy, he's a smart guy too. If you ever see uh, stories by him, go ahead and, and read them. Um, he's got a lot to offer, and you end up being better informed, uh, more educated on the topic because he's talking about uh, after you read these things. He's, uh, I believe he's published over at PJ Media. Uh, his quote in the aftermath of this was, This marks an important victory for the integrity of elections in Pennsylvania. The Commonwealth's failure to remove deceased registrants created a vast opportunity for voter fraud and abuse. It is important to not have dead voters active on the rolls for 5, 10, or or even 20 years. The settlement fixes that. Now, 
I don't know, in, in the articles that I read on this, I don't know if there's a stipulation that this process must be ongoing and with fidelity. But let me please explain to you why this is important. Each state's board of elections, and in fact, each county's board of elections, is tasked with maintaining accurate voter rolls. There's no excuse for dead people to be on a voter roll for longer than 30 days, which would be an acceptable period to report somebody's death and reconcile those records, especially if the election authority is doing the job it was created to do with fidelity. So while the woke left, along with those little toady corporate executives who appear to have lost their spines long ago, the people from Coca-Cola and every place else that, that don't read the laws and decide to protest on them anyway because they're listening to loudmouth protesters who are outside their doors and, and people who are writing to them only, only trying to achieve political opportunism. While the woke left seeks to demonize the new and expanded Georgia voter laws, the boards of elections across the country are delinquent in doing the job and the due diligence they were actually created to do, which is to maintain an accurate voter roll. That should be happening in each and every county across the United States every single month. Dead people, people who have moved, people who are ineligible, they should have to, they should have to be expunged from those roles. Additionally, with all of the politically opportune and illegal action proposed in those two horrendous bills, the, the H.R. 1, which is now sitting in the Senate as, eight, as S.R. 1, um, the voting reform legislation, not once is there a mention of a newly created mandate to keep voter rolls current. Not once is there a penalty proposed for carrying dead people on voter rolls for 5, 10, and 20 years. Our country is hemorrhaging sovereignty in the manipulation of our elections and the institutionalized vulnerability of our ballot boxes. Special interests court elected charlatans, and you know who they are. It's the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the Aoc's, the Murkowski's, you know, the, the, the Romney's, who hide behind the false narrative voter of voter disenfranchisement, when the real reason is that anyone, anyone, who is presented with a hardship in voting today in the United States of America, well, basically, it's about being entitled, spoon-fed, and lazy in a nanny state. If people in a newly freed country like Iraq or Afghanistan can line up for miles to vote, their fingers inked in purple after they cast their ballot, and do so under the threat of death by bloodthirsty and oppressive Islamo-fascist terror groups then the coddled of the nanny state here in the United States can get off their asses, off the couch, and vote when the polls are designated to be open. They can attain the proper documents to vote and present them when asked. There's no excuse. There's no disenfranchisement. Over 76% of the people for over 20 years have said that they believe voter ID is necessary at, at the polling place. So we're existing with the tyranny of the minority here that is feigning voter disenfranchisement so they don't have to do things like, oh, I don't know, purge the voter rolls of dead people. So what? People can vote three, four, five, six, seven times in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, and Miami? No. That CEOs of Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, Cisco, Microsoft, and other companies who made their trillions off the freedom this country has afforded them that they can defecate on the sanctity of the ballot box is beyond shameful. 
It's unacceptable. And it won't stop until they feel pain in their wallets. I'm signing on to the boycotts of Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines. I wish I could sign on to the to the boycotts of, of the computer behemoths, but their chips are in everything. So unless you want to go back to the Stone Age, there's no way to do it. But every single CEO out there who is showing his spineless, cowardly underbelly by protesting voter reform and ballot box integrity laws, we, we have to show them pain. And as far as your county boards of elections are concerned, we should make a lot of noise to make sure that they're actually maintaining those voter rolls accurately and that they are executing with fidelity the voter reform laws that are put in place on every state level, every county level. And, and we definitely have to stop H.R. 1 and S.R. 1. That can't pass. That, that is a federal government takeover of the election system. It's unconstitutional per two sections in the Constitution. But we can't really, you know, we can't depend on the Supreme Court to actually do the right thing these days, can we? <sighs> Voter integrity and the ballot box. We lose our sovereignty when we lose our elections. I think we saw that in the last election. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. You can see all the stuff we do over at undergroundusa.com. Another story that piqued my interest today was one about a Boston hospital. And you have to ask, are they are they purposely implementing systemic racism into medicine? As an aside, this whole critical race theory thing and this the, the black community can do no wrong, that in and of itself is racist. I, I was brought up during the 1960s and the 1970s when Martin Luther King was was the person speaking common sense, saying, hey, don't see color. See who a person is instead of the color of their skin. But today, this entire critical race theory thing, this, this entire woke movement, is, is completely subservient to racism. Everything they're divining is about the color of somebody's skin. And this Boston hospital... This just blew my mind. It appears they've been infected with wokeism. The Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston has announced that it will offer preferential care based on race and race-explicit interventions in an effort to affect an anti-racist agenda for medicine. I didn't know that medicine had a racist agenda. I thought that doctors took a Hippocratic Oath and and they treated disease and and people who were sick and people who were who were dealing with with medical issues. I didn't know that they were being categorized into race in order to prioritize who is seen. A recent article in the Boston Review outlined the plant, and it, it implements a reparations framework for providing medical resources to comprehensively confront structural racism in medicine. Again. I didn't know that we actually had structural racism in medicine. If you go to the Cook County Hospital in Chicago, you would have to say, what, are they racist against white people? I don't see any white people here. You know, I, it, it, it is unbelievable. To quote the two authors of this, and this is, uh, this is uh, Harvard Medical School instructors Bram Wispaway and Michelle Morse, Together with a coalition of fellow practitioners and hospital leaders, we have developed what we hope will be a replicable pilot program for direct redress of many racial health care inequities. 
Whippleway and Morris attempt to advance a narrative that argues racial inequity in hospitals negatively affects patients. And they propose solutions such as cash transfers and discounted or free care for minorities only. You know, white people are poor too. If you go into the inner cities up north, if you go into the countryside down south, if you go out west into rural areas, not everybody's not everybody who's white is a millionaire and a billionaire like Elizabeth Warren would like you to think. So using this divining rod of race with regards to medical assistance, it's not only reprehensible and cruel, it's ridiculous and it's racist. It's overtly racist. Important in Whippleway and Morse's diatribe is the condemnation of colorblind. In one quote, they say, Offering preferential care based on race or ethnicity may elicit legal challenges from our system of colorblind law. We encourage other institutions to proceed confidently on behalf of equity and racial justice with backing provided by the recent White House. We need to have a colorblind judiciary. To have anything but a colorblind judiciary creates racism. That educated people at Harvard don't understand that they're hawking overt racism. It's stunning to me. It just tells me college isn't worth a dime. it's, It's not worth the money people are paying, especially at Harvard. Our judicial system needs to be colorblind. Whippleway and Morse's diatribe endorses the use of racism in our courts. Something completely antithetical to everything the United States is supposed to be. When the issue is life and death, there is no room for a wholly ridiculous and utterly absurd critical race theory. We would suggest the AMA reprimand both of these doctors for their abdication of the Hippocratic Oath, which has always been the bedrock of the medical profession. That's why they didn't see color. That's why they didn't see privilege. That's why they didn't see checkbooks and everything else. The insurance companies did. The hospital administrators did, but for the most part, doctors, nope, nurses, uh uh-uh. And this is coming from someone who spent well over a decade as a first responder in the medical profession. It didn't exist. They treated the patient. They went and tried to fix the illness or, or the malady or the break or the trauma. The opportunists of the progressive left want to control. They want government to control every aspect of our lives. This claim by Whippleway and Morse attempts to advance ideological politics into medical treatment, and that's one step worse than the socialization of health care under Obamacare, which, which said equity of outcome has to be. No, leave the medical profession alone. We have the best medical system in the world here in the United States, and the politicians, just like everything they touch, are trying to turn it into crap. Critical race theory is a false flag operation to keep the American people, and in fact, the people of the entire world, because we're seeing this crap erupt in France, we're seeing it erupt in Belgium, we're seeing it erupt in Germany, London, across the world. Critical race theory is a false flag operation to keep people divided so that the oligarchic elite can move us from a world of sovereign nations to one where the hyper-wealthy control all government activity and thus the direction of the peoples of the world. Should the wholly unethical idea that racism has a place in medicine become commonplace, then the woke movement will have facilitated government control of medicine, just as it has the workplace and soon banking. 
those who believe in individualism and sovereignty of nations, those of us who believe in a colorblind society and equal opportunity for all, not equal outcome for each, must start pushing back. Banks that renounce critical race theory and the poison of wokeism must be established, as well as all core entities that allow a nation and a people to thrive. In the end, those who embrace the true ideals of freedom will survive quite nicely, while wokeism and the intellectually stunted who believe in critical race theory, well, they'll live in an ideological squalor. Freedom, the free market, purity in in the avenues of, of, of our society, in medicine, in law, in law enforcement, in government. These are the things that allowed the United States to actually be a leader the last 100 years. What the woke people want to do now is to make us a gray cog in a gray machine that serves people who can actually see color. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. We are well on our way to being Venezuela if we don't start pushing back on these people because it's going to last well beyond the Biden administration. It's going to last well beyond the Aocs and well beyond the Pelosi's and well beyond the Schumer's and the Talib's. We've got to nip it in the bud. We need to get back to individualism, individual responsibility, self-sufficiency, and we need to start crushing the nanny state because it's killing the country. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. My partner Andy will be back next week. I'm believing, depends on whether his super secret mission is a success or not. You can see all of the stuff that we do over at undergroundusa.com. And please be kind to our sponsors. They help us stay on the air. Until next time, keep the faith. Thank you for listening to Underground USA. Be sure to check us out online at www.undergroundusa.com and on social media. Please subscribe to our podcast at iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and anywhere podcasts are heard. Underground USA is produced and syndicated by Compass Point Productions. All content is used with permission and pursuant to the dictates of the fair use copyright law. Any and all guests have appeared at their own risk. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 